Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. I really think when we talk about coaching and building workplace cultures that are collaborative and team-oriented and really support our corporate values and mission, I think we really need to be conscientious of one thing. And I think that's helping people understand that value, understand the value of seeking and accepting feedback, and more importantly, understanding the commitment, the intention, not agreeing, but the intention of those who are willing to coach us. So I want to tell you a great story. I was talking to a young lady who was a supervisor at one of our client sites And obviously, COVID has really affected this company in a positive way, but has affected their communication, their coaching, and they're really starting to get traction. And then March 2020 hit, we all got shut down, and she really feels like it's missing. And I said, well, what do you mean you feel like it's missing? She said, well, I felt like I was really starting to get it. And And I would agree with her. And she has had a complaint or a... I should say a vision of where she has discord and that is she wants to be coached. So she was starting to get the coaching, but she wants to be coached. And I smiled and we were on a zoom call and she said, what are you smiling at? And I said, you know, it's so interesting. Nine months ago, you were so resistant to coaching and it's awesome how much you've opened up your mind and now you want to seek it. Why? And she said, you know, I don't know. I said, I think you should explore that. And I said, I know it's corny, but explore that. You want to be coached. Why? So a couple of days went past. She set up another meeting with me. She said, I think I know why. I think I want to become a leader. I think I want to move up. I would never, ever have picked this person. So why do I tell that back end of the story? So I can illustrate the front end of the story. I'd say about February of 2020, we had a very candid one-on-one face-to-face conversation. And during our conversation, she is infamous for yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. And I used something called the third-party question plus the power of reflective coaching or the power of reflection. And I said to her, I'm going to ask you a question. And I'm going to ask you a question and I'm going to leave the room and I'm going to come back in 10 minutes. And I want you to do just one thing. And I think this will be hard for you. Now, when I said that, I think this will be hard for you. I knew I was challenging that ego. I knew she wanted to rise above and prove me wrong, which really served me well. So I said, when I leave the room, I want you to honestly, honestly, explore the truthful answer. And she looked at me and said, don't say anything. I just want you to honestly explore the truthful answer. She said, okay. I said, here's the question. Your best friend, 
who is a person who will tell you things you don't want to hear. You may or may not even have that person in your life. Most of us don't. Someone who is just really brutally honest. Not honest to be brutal, but just really candid with you. Watches you when we're in our meetings, in our leadership team meetings. Would that person describe you as open and accepting, resistant, or overly resistant who continuously uses the words, yeah, but, before other people are done talking? As I gave her the third choice, she began to smile. I already knew her choice. And I said, so your best friend is watching you. And they're going to ask you that question. I want you to honestly explore not only the answer, and in your mind, you might think you know that answer right now. I want you to really think about it. Then I want to hear how you're going to support and challenge your answer with two or three things going forward. I got up and she immediately said, I really wanted to ask you. I said, nope. I've planted the seed. You determine if it grows. Your best friend is watching you interact in her sessions. They give you three choices. You're open, you're resistant, you're really resistant and constantly using or occasionally using words such as yeah, but. So I came back about 15 minutes later. I added five minutes on and I came back in and she was completely calm. And I said, first of all, without explanation, without explanation, and I literally said it like this, because I wanted to really affirm for her, I didn't want her to disrupt or interrupt the process. I just want to hear your answer. She said, I'm probably between number two and number three. And I said, I figured you were going to say that. She said, is that the right answer? I said, don't worry about the right answer. There is no right answer. It's how you see yourself. So give me in one or two sentences why you answered that way. She said, first, I do use yeah, but I hear myself doing that. I said, awesome. Number two, what's your second reason? And I kind of cut her off. And she said, well, I think sometimes I enjoy the battle. I said, okay, would you mind if I shared with you my viewpoints? She said, sure. I said, first of all, I agree with your answers. And again, agreement's one thing. Pursuing actions to get better is really the important thing. She said, I agree. I said, when I left the room, how did you feel? She said, frustrated. I said, so what did I remove from you? She said, the ability to battle. I said, it's interesting you use the word battle. I sense sometimes you don't want to have a discussion. You want to prove you're right. I could be wrong. I could be a thousand percent wrong. I sense you want to be right. So now you said you want to become a leader down the road and move up. She said, yes. I said, so employees are going to work for somebody who has to be right. And she immediately had this look. I don't want to say tear because she's tough. I love her to death. She's great. And she said, wow. And I said, so what you just said 
is that you were frustrated. The other thing that happened is when I left the room, what happened to your emotions? She said, I calmed down. I began to become more honest with myself. And I said, did the element of your best friend being in the room, which is kind of a weird thing because they're not going to come to the company and watch you in a meeting. And she said, yeah. She said, that really got me thinking. And so what I did is I tugged at her emotional strings. I removed her emotional battle response system, gave her 10 to 15 minutes to calm down and truly reflect. I used one question and I used the power of reflection. Then what I did is I controlled her responses. I only want to hear your choice. I don't want to hear an explanation. I only want to hear your choice. So I really emphasize you're not going to elaborate to win the battle. I didn't say that. I facilitated it. So when she said between a two and a three, then I said in two short sentences, two or three short sentences, tell me why you answered that way. So when we got done, I said, so how do you feel or how do you think you feel based on the way I controlled the conversation? She said, I was frustrated. She goes, I still feel frustrated. I said, could I give you some candid feedback? She said, yes. I said, I've never seen you act and respond more thoughtfully and professionally than you are right now. And that's what a great leader does. And she said, oh my gosh. So the way I just responded, I said, you feel frustrated, but you were concise, you were on target, you were in the conversation, and you sure as heck did not come off like you were trying to win. So there's a power of asking questions. There's a power of helping people become self-aware through reflection. You can't tell people to reflect. You can't tell people to look in the mirror because they're best friends potentially in the room. As coaches, we also have to facilitate the experience. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign seven to 21 day programs for employees to learn, and more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.